Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit betterhelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp H-E-L-P. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. I'm Cindy Linden, and this is the Cook Along Podcast. We're going to make a really fun little side dish today. We don't often do side dishes, it seems like. Mostly I'm focused on desserts and main dishes. But today this is just a really nice dish that I like to serve with fish, which is what we're having for dinner tonight. It would also go with any number of other things really well. It's called spiced pomegranate rice. And the recipe comes from a place here in Oregon called Imperfect Produce. They sent this recipe along with the box of Imperfect Produce I got one week to use some of the things that were in the box or that were available that week, I guess, for you to sign up to receive. So Imperfect Produce is not always ugly produce. You may have heard of people taking an ugly produce, adopting it. This is sometimes ugly, but sometimes it's scarred. Sometimes it is the wrong size for what the grocery stores want. And they market it to people for delivery on a schedule of those people's choice to households, to regular, ordinary, everyday cooks. While it's mostly produce, they have expanded lately to a lot of other things, different products that have recently gotten new packaging. And so the manufacturer needs to get rid of the old packages There was one time when, I remember they relabeled it to say, Imperfect Produce, Not Quite Tri-Colored Quinoa. Because I think the manufacturer ended up with some bags that had only two colors in it. And so they have these odd kind of things that they've started adding. But this falls into the category of things they were selling that week. And here are the ingredients that you will need. Two tablespoons of olive oil. A small onion. A garlic clove a cup of basmati rice, and I'm sure that's because they had some basmati rice that week. I think a fragrant rice is really nice, but I don't think it has to be basmati. I think it could be regular white rice, or it could be some jasmine rice, whatever you have on hand that will fluff up, so a long grain kind of thing. You can even use brown rice or brown basmati rice instead of white rice if you want to. Just remember, it it takes closer to 45 minutes to cook than what we're going to do, which is 15 to 18. A teaspoon of ground turmeric, a teaspoon of ground cumin, a cup and a half of some kind of broth. It doesn't really matter whether it's vegetable or chicken. I happen to have some chicken that's already open that's in my fridge, so I'm going to use that. 
a half a cup of pomegranate seeds. Pomegranate seeds can be acquired in two different ways that I know of. One, of course, is to get a whole pomegranate and cut it open and remove all the seeds. That sort of kind of can be fun, I suppose, especially if you have kids, you can conscript to do it. The other way is that now they sell them in plastic containers, unfortunately, at your grocery store. They come in a couple of different sizes in the refrigerated section of your produce section in your store. And three scallions, or in other words, green onions, a quarter of a teaspoon of whatever your favorite chili powder is. And I'm using ancho chili powder because it has a lot of chili flavor, but almost no heat, which is the way I prefer this. But if you want this a little hot, go for whatever you like using because it's only a quarter of a teaspoon anyway. You need some kosher salt and ground black pepper and some blanched slivered almonds. And I'm going to say a third of a cup on that. And before we do anything else, what we're going to do is toast the almonds. So let's talk about equipment. You need a medium saucepan. You need something to stir the medium saucepan with. The saucepan should have a lid that fits it. It's not going to cover it all together. So it doesn't matter if it's a really tight-fitting lid, but it should have a lid. I think that's all. So let's do the toasting of the almonds first. Put your saucepan that you're going to use for this whole thing on the stove and turn the burner underneath it to about medium-high and let it heat up for a minute while you measure out about a third of a cup of slivered almonds. Now, this isn't sliced almonds. Sliced almonds are the really thin, flat ones. That would probably work, but I don't find them nearly as interesting because they really don't retain any kind of crunchy texture. They're too thin. The slivered almonds look like, oh, what do they look like? Fingernails. Oh, God. I shouldn't have said that. Toenails. Oh. Anyway, they're that shape. They're white. And, um hopefully bigger than anything you would cut off your body. That'll probably provide you with a memorable reference for when you're looking for them in the store, one that you will never forget. After I buy them, I put them in a Ziploc bag if they don't already come in one, or a jar that has a good tight lid on it, and I put them in my freezer, because if they just sit around, I don't use them all that often. I really like them, and there are a few things they, they are completely indispensable in, but if you don't use them often, they will go rancid. Kind of hover your hand about an inch from the bottom inside of your pan that's heating up and see if it's hot yet. Mine is not, so I'm going to move to the next step, which is the onion. I have to cut off some bad part on. This came out of our yard. It's also imperfect. It was smashed too close to its neighbor onion, and so there are parts of it that are really not usable. It shouldn't be a very big onion. You don't need a huge thing. I like sweet onions just because, I don't know, I just do. I don't like the heat in the onion. I like the sweetness of an onion. And if it's sweet enough, like a Walla Walla or sometimes a Vidalia onion, I just like to just eat them. I know that probably makes me weird, but I know I'm not the only one who does that. These we could thinly slice. That's what the recipe says. I actually want to dice them. I don't really want them standing out as pieces. You can do whichever one. If you're going to just slice them into rings or half rings, do them really thin. And then they'll kind of melt while we're heating them up. 
once that's all chopped up in whatever way you've decided to do it, now we're going to check on the pan again. Right. I think it's warm enough. Mine, I'm using a nonstick pan, mostly because it was the right size. But if you have a nonstick pan, this is a good place to use it. Take your slivered almonds and dump them in there. And then get a spatula or something that you can use on the surface of your pan. And spread them out. And then keep an eye on them. We're just going to sort of shuffle them around. Because they'll toast in here. We want them against the surface of the bottom of the pan. So get them spread out into a single layer as much as you can. But we can't leave them very long. As soon as they start to smell, which isn't yet, they'll start to smell like toasted almonds. And that's when we need to sort of move them around. Well, maybe my pan wasn't hot enough. And I'm going to do something chancy. And I'm going to come back over to my cutting board. And using my bench scraper, because it seems like that's got a great flat surface, I'm going to squash my clove of garlic so that the skin will slide right off. We just need to peel them so that we can chop it up. We're going to mince it pretty fine. Actually, we're not even going to do that. We're going to crush it. I'm going to use a garlic press. All right, checking the almonds again. Well, they don't smell yet, but I'm moving them anyway because I get anxious about it. Yeah, it was too soon. I didn't need to do that. All right, back into a single layer, which I'm doing this time by just sort of shaking the pan back and forth. Back on the stove and back to the garlic. When I thought I'd grabbed a large garlic clove, what I actually got was one that broke into several individual garlic cloves. I'm not very fond of that. I really prefer large garlic cloves. They're just easier to peel. They're easier to cut. It takes fewer of them. You, But... I didn't pick this garlic head. My personal shopper did. I've started using grocery curbside pickup. So I just put into their web order page that I need a head of garlic. And whoever it is picks one for me. Most of the time it works out great. It's pretty hard to tell until you start taking it apart how big those cloves are. All right. Testing. Going back to the almonds. I think they're starting to turn a hair golden. Yours may be done before mine. It may be that the nonstick surface is actually slowing things down. You want them just a little bit toasted, but not burned. They'll probably start to burn pretty much as soon as they start to turn brown. So you really want to pay attention to them. While we're waiting for those to toast, you're going to want to get out a little bowl because we have to dump these out of this pan because we need the pan for other things. As soon as they're toasted, we're going to dump them out of here and move on with the recipe yeah, I can sort of start to smell the almond a little bit. Boy, this is taking a lot longer than I thought it would. Another way you could do this, I just thought it would be fun to do it all in one pan, but another way you could do this is to throw these on a cookie sheet in a single layer and put the cookie sheet in a 200-degree oven for like eight minutes. You're going to have to watch it again because they will burn. I've thrown out countless batches of almonds that got more toasted than I really wanted them. You could also do it in your regular full-size oven. It just seems kind of crazy to me to heat up a whole oven to do this. Turn a little toasty. Oh, yes, and absolutely starting to smell good. I would say at this point they are very pale tan. So keep them moving at this point or some of them are going to burn. 
And when they smell good and they're mostly sort of pale brown, we're going to dump them out into the bowl. This, by the way, is not a required ingredient, but I find it makes a world of difference to the texture and flavor of the dish. All right, I'm going to call that good, and I'm dumping them now into a little bowl off the side of the stove. Now, into this same pan that you just used, we're going to put two tablespoons of olive oil. Oh, I had a little water in my tablespoon from when I washed it earlier. Well, it's going to spit at me. And then we're going to turn the stove back up to medium-high. If at any point you turned it down, now it's time to turn it back up to medium-high. I want to get my garlic press out. Where's my garlic press? You could also use a zester here, or you can just crush it and throw it in as whole pieces. I don't think that that's very fun, because then it doesn't go very far. I'm throwing mine into my garlic press. First, I'm going to put the onions in. Back to the bench scraper to scoop up these onions when they're going into the oil. Now we can squeeze the garlic into there as well. This is always a good start for any recipe. If you see something that wants you to saute some onion and garlic in olive oil, really, that's a great start to any savory recipe. All right, my garlic is squished in. And now we have to stir it. We don't have to stir it constantly, but give it a good sort of swish around. And then you can leave it for a minute and get your spices ready to go because they're going in next. Your rice is about to go in along with your teaspoon of cumin and teaspoon of turmeric. Careful with the turmeric. Don't get it on you because it will dye your clothes yellow. It's actually used for that. Stir those onions and garlic again. We're looking for it to get a little bit soft. It's going to take two or three minutes. When they're looking kind of translucent and you've stirred them around a few times, they don't have to be completely wilted because they're going to cook some more with the rice, which you're now going to pour in with the onions. Put your whole cup of the white rice in there. Add your teaspoon each of the two spices. And stir it all around so that the oil and the cumin and the turmeric get all over all the pieces of rice. Really spread them around in there. And then we're going to pour in the broth. Again, whatever kind, but a cup and a half of it. I may only have a cup here. Let's see what I got before I say. Because you could always use water as well. It's just the broth has a lot more flavor. That was my first cup. Now let's see how much is left in this box. Oh, yay. Oh, my goodness. All right, I have a little more than I needed by probably two tablespoons. I'm just going to use it. Stir everything up, and now we're going to let it come to a boil. So you might even want to turn it up a little higher. I'm using an aseptic container of Kirkland organic chicken stock, and they are recyclable. Aseptic containers are all recyclable, but did you know you have to take the little plastic spout off of it if you want to recycle it? I did not know that until recently. Somebody who works as a barista in a coffee shop told me that you have to take them off. They know because they go through so many of these of various kinds of milk in a day. They're made to actually come off quite easily. But you do have to make the effort if you want to recycle that. Let's check on the rice. Yep, it's a ways from boiling. 
And actually, while that's coming to a boil, I'm going to get out my three green onions, otherwise known as scallions. If you have scallions, you have the same thing I do. I'm going to wash them. And then I like to just sort of take off the outside layer. It's just a good way to make sure the dirt's all off. It's probably not necessary. It's maybe even wasteful. It's something I learned from my mom. She didn't actually wash them. She just peeled off. You take the outside leaf, stem, whatever you call it, the thing that's sticking out the green end, the outside one, and peel it off over the top of the onion. And it takes off everything. I'm cutting little root ends off, and then we're just going to thinly slice these. The white parts are for the flavor, okay? The green parts, because we're going to go as far as we can here, up the stems until they get icky. And mine are pretty fresh, so they don't look like they're icky at all. We're going to go up the green part. The green part, while it provides flavor, is also just a way to make this look pretty. To have beautiful little green rings in there. Don't cut them very thick. My stuff is starting to simmer here. It's really close. I'm going to let it come to a better boil. See, now I'm chopping faster, and I'm really probably getting pieces that are bigger than what I really want. That's good enough. Well, it's still just simmering. Boiling really means it's super bubbling, and it's not doing that yet, but it's very close. Right, this is boiling now. So I'm going to put a lid over this, but I'm going to put it over so that there's a crack, so that air can escape. And we want to turn this down now. Let's turn it all the way to low. Mine goes low, one, two. I'm going to turn it, I think, to one and a half. And what we're looking for is for the liquid to get all absorbed, which is likely to take 15 to 18 minutes. So keep an eye on it. Check it every once in a while. You don't have to stir it. Don't do anything to it. It's going to do its own thing now. As long as you keep an eye on it so that it doesn't dry out and start to burn. As soon as the liquid seems to all be absorbed, take it off the heat, put the lid all the way on, and set a timer for five minutes. When your five-minute timer goes off, come on back to me. Hi, this is Craig Robinson from Ways to Win. And support for this podcast comes from Invesco QQQ the official ETF of the NCAA. Invesco QQQ is proud to sponsor this episode and even prouder to provide access to innovation for the last 25 years. Basketball has had innovations over the years too. We're seeing the game played in new ways every day. Learn more at Invesco.com QQQ. Let's rethink possibility. Invesco Distributors, Inc., if you thought the only way to get a more defined jawline with natural-looking results was through surgery, think again. Juvederm Volux XC is a non-surgical injectable gel filler that improves moderate to severe loss of jawline definition and can help you achieve natural-looking results with little downtime. Even better, this improved definition lasts up to one year with optimal treatment. No maintenance required. Improve jawline definition for a smooth, sculpted look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist. 
specialist to find out if it's right for you. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. All right, welcome back. Now we have to fluff this up. And the easiest way to do that is probably with a fork, but you can just do it with a spoon. When something says to fluff it with a fork, I'm always suddenly taken back to my youth when I was helping my mom in the kitchen back in the days when instant mashed potatoes were a new thing and stovetop stuffing was a new thing. And both things, as soon as they were done cooking, which of course isn't very long, it's just five minutes or something, then you're supposed to fluff it with a fork. I still like stovetop stuffing for what it's worth. The instant mash, not so much. I use those now to thicken things, not as real food. Once this is fluffed up a little bit, we're going to add everything that's not in there yet. So pour in the pomegranate seeds and the green onions slash scallions and your chili powder. Now, you know what? You can leave this out entirely if you want. I think it's really nice in here. I wouldn't want to leave it out myself, but I do, as I told you, use a pretty mild one. But I love the taste of it in here. And then a little coarse salt. Just a few grinds, because it can be always seasoned at the table. A little fresh ground pepper. Ditto with that. And I'm going to stir it up. Before I add the almonds, which is the next thing, let's stir these things in together first so it's pretty well mixed up before we add the almonds. I don't want the almonds to sit here and get soggy. Make them to stay just a little crisp. So get this all stirred up together. It's looking beautiful. And once you've got everything else stirred in, throw those almonds over the top and stir those in as well. Yeah, man. Oh, my goodness. This smells so good. <laughs> it looks pretty, and it smells wonderful, wonderful. Get a picture of it for you for the website, which, again, you can visit at thecookalongpodcast.com. That's where all the pictures get posted. I'd be thrilled if you'd visit my Patreon page, where you can contribute to helping me make this podcast. I hope you will tell your friends about this dish and encourage them to listen to this podcast. This is a cool thing because it's easy and quick enough to be appropriate for a family meal, but it's also just dressy enough with the red and the green and the almonds in there to work for a company side dish as well for dinner guests. I'm having it with some steelhead trout this evening. I'll be back soon with another podcast. Who knows what it'll be? Nobody knows. 
anything could happen. So until next time, happy cooking! Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. If you're enjoying this podcast, you can make a contribution through the supporter link on every Cook Along podcast page or go to Kofi, ko-fi.com slash the Cook Along podcast. Thanks for your support and thanks for listening.